Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, it's me, Andrew. Please don't skip. Give me like a minute of your time. Just wanted to say thank you. Wanted to say there was going to be a couple of changes coming up soon. Mostly stories that are five minutes or less. I'm going to compile them into one uh, bigger episode. I'm going to be adding on um, advertisement for season three. So if you guys don't like advertisement, I totally understand. There, I do have a Patreon. Uh, it's not set up yet, but it will be soon. And just thank you guys for the awesome reviews. I've been getting a lot of five-star reviews. And uh, I've got the most recent one is mm, Delicious Water. It gave me a five-star. I love these stories. I've gotten some one-star reviews as well. But again, it's because of season one. It's very low quality. It's the start of a podcast. It's not going to have the best quality. But I want to say season two has been top-notch, at least for my standards. I could do a lot better. Nobody's ever perfect. But if you're starting off at season one, please tell your friends like, hey, season one's kind of, you know, okay. Season two gets a lot better. But season three, I hope to get the quality even better. But here's another five-star review. Awesome from Lanier Longhorns, A Gateway by Tricera and James Kinzer. Very little complaints. So if you guys are loving the podcast, just, you know, if you have time, please do a five star on Apple or wherever you can, you know, do a review. And, uh, that's, uh, basically it. So I hope you guys are safe out there with the whole virus and a lot of things are changing in my life. So I'm sorry for not uploading faster, but I'm going to be trying my best and still every week I will upload something. So without further ado, Let's begin. Welcome to Season 2 of Creepypasta Myths. I'm your host, Andrew. I hope you enjoy tonight's creepy reading. Let's begin. Lightning, written by Alapanamo. We had just moved into a little ranch house in the suburbs. Storybook neighborhood. Quiet, friendly neighbors, picket fence, the whole nine yards. Suffice it was to say that this was supposed to be a new start for me, a recently single dad and my three-year-old son, a time to move on from the previous year's drama and stress. I viewed the thunderstorm as a metaphor for this fresh start, one last show of theatrics before the dirt and grime of the past would be washed away. My son loved it anyways, even with the power out. It was the first big storm he'd ever seen. Flashes of lightning flooded the bare rooms of our house, imparting unpacked boxes with long, creeping shadows. And he jumped and squealed as the thunder boomed. It was well past his bedtime before he finally settled down, enough to go to sleep. The next morning I found him awake in bed and smiling. I watched the lightning at my window. He proudly announced. A few mornings later, 
he told me the same thing. You're silly, I said. It didn't storm last night. You were only dreaming. Oh, he seemed somewhat disheartened. I ruffled his hair and told him not to worry. There should be another storm soon. Then it became a pattern. He would tell me how he watched the lightning outside his window at least twice a week, despite there never being no storms. Recurring dreams of the first memorable thunderstorm, I figured. It's easy to hate myself in hindsight. Everybody assures me there's nothing I could have done. No way I could have known. But I'm supposed to be the guardian of my child. And these are useless words of comfort. I constantly relive that morning. Making my coffee, pouring milk over my cereal, and picking up the newspaper to read about the pedophile local authorities had just arrested. It was front page stuff. Apparently this guy would select a young target, usually a boy, stake out their house for a while, and take flash photos of them through their window while they slept. Sometimes he did more. My stomach sank as the connection was made. At the time, it was merely something from a child's imagination. In retrospect, it is the scariest thing I've ever heard. About a week before the predator was caught, my son came up to me in his pajamas. Guess what? He asked. What? No more lightning at my window. I played along. Oh, that's nice. It finally died down, huh? No! Now it's in my closet. I've yet to see the photos police have collected. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to. If you haven't done so yet, please do a review. It helps me out. Everything that I use is in the description below. Thank you again for listening to Creepypasta Myths. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode.